Republican operatives Tork Michael really let the GOP have it. You have to see this to understand exactly what is happening in the Republican Party. He is one who really hit all the nails on the head. Check this out and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side. This one or this takedown is necessary, but more importantly, this takedown is on point and it, it's not meant to be difficult. It's just lays it out as it is. Check this out. What all of this after the election was about is evil. Yeah, and that's, that's, put about, that's such a good point about the Muslim ban, because that was really, to me, that was the moment of that campaign where we had entered into a new world. It was just obviously the case that if you replace Muslim with another religious group, if you said, if a, a, bad, a candidate for America, president gets up and gets, not a single Jew should set foot in this country. Obviously despicable measure and completely disqualifying from all public life. And Trump says it with Muslims and it's not disqualifying. And so the die was cast then, but the straddling is the thing that Kevin McCarthy's trying to do. Yeah, I mean, look, this isn't unusual. How often have we seen people be silent in the face of evil, particularly ambitious politicians who think yeah. that they can manage this? I mean, this is 1930s Germany. Yeah, You know, the South Africa had truth and, and reconciliation. Some of these people in the Republican party wanna have reconciliation without truth. It doesn't work. You have to call this out. You have to say, I will not be part of a party that mocks other religions. That is a fundamentally anti-constitutional effort to put an autocracy in America. You just can't do it. And this is why I say that you have to burn the party to the ground. You have to start over. This is, there's not a conservative philosophy here. Nobody in America can tell you what the Republican Party stands for in any conservative sense. There's no logic there. There's no coherent form of government or theory of government, which is why they don't really participate in governing. Yeah. They're just in the business of electing Democrats, which is what a cartel is really, not a political party. You occasionally watch different politicians try to come up with some sort of like, for lack of a better word, third way, right? So there's there are folks like yourself, there are Kinzinger and Cheney, there are people who I would call sort of like never Trumpers who are, who are sort of consider themselves Republicans or conservatives who are opposed to Trump. I think you've left the party and, and, and Cheney and Kinzinger haven't. And then there's the attempts by Christie and Nancy Mays to find some sort of middle ground or something that's Trump adjacent, but critical in certain ways. And it, it just strikes me that even if there was a market for it among the voters of the general population within the party itself, there's just no demand for that, essentially. No, the party is a Donald Trump party. This is sometimes I think that we make the mistake of looking at the Republican Party and saying, how did they go wrong here? How did they you know, take this wrong turn or something? How did they get hijacked? None of that happened. This is what the Republican Party wants to be. This is why I was really forced when I confronted this myself, which was not a pleasant experience, to call this book I wrote, It Was All a Lie. Because I don't know any other way to reconcile this. You, you don't abandon deeply held beliefs in a few years. It just means you didn't deeply hold them. You can't say that we're just going to ignore the past. It never works. That's, that's um, a perfect example of, of what I'm talking about. This idea that, like, my proposal is not to talk about the central defining questions <laughs> facing the party in American democracy I, and focus I, on, you know, we don't like inflation or Joe Biden is like, that's not gonna, that's not gonna cut it, buddy. It's not the world that we live in. Yeah, it's a world that I'd like to live in, I think. I'd like to have two parties that had opposing philosophies of government so we could get back to talking about these differences. But that's not what we happen no. now. We have one party that is for democracy and we have one party that's for autocracy. And all the rest is just noise. 
all these ads that we made about capital gains tax and health care, none of that matters. No. The central truth is, is American democracy going to survive? That is prescient. One, can American democracy survive if the Republican Party, the party who wants to be who they are today, takes over? And that is the real question. And that is the work we have ahead of us. We cannot allow the fallacies. We cannot allow what these guys purport to portray become a reality. The truth is, Stuart Stevens has the, hits the nail on the head. One, the party has to be burned to the ground. And that is figuratively, of course. But two, uh, it has always been, as he wrote in his book, the policies that this particular party supports, it was always a lie. Now, he believes in the conservative issues. Stevens does. Don't, don't dare not believe that. He believes in the true tenets of conservatism. Most of us knew it was never practical. But what he realizes now is everything the Republican Party claimed it was, was nothing but a lie. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.